0: Today on first round take or first round KO. Wow, I was jumbled there at the end. I'm joined by my friend Carter Sikor, and we look back at the NBA draft from last night. We see how wrong my mock draft was from Wednesday, and uh, we also discuss. I didn't write it in my script. I have to scroll down here. Ah, we talk the Jameis Winston suspension. That's going to be big for Tampa Bay. We talk about the Brewers. We talk about the. Uh, portugal flopping we talk about you know world cup flopping in general and we talk more about the nfl holdouts so let's get it shock the system Welcome to the most must-hear WSUW talk show in history. Welcome to First Round KO. I am your host, KO, a.k.a. Howard J. Dingers, a.k.a. Jesus Aguilar Jr., a.k.a. Kyle Olsen, baby! And I'm joined by Carter Sikor. Hi, Carter. Now your mic's on.
1: Hi, how are you? (laughs) I'm great. That's good.
0: (laughs) I love my intro so much. I do
1: too. Happy Friday.
0: (laughs) Happy Friday, everyone. Oh, what a good, it's going to be a good weekend. Yeah, um, let's knock out some topics. Right. So we start with the NBA draft. Um, <laughs> so I did my mock draft and my first overall pick was, um, I had, I had Marvin Bagley going first. Really? I really did. Because, really? And here's my reasoning. I don't know if I, did I write it in here? I did not. Um, I just think he's the most NBA ready. I I really think that he, I think he, his offensive game is more solidified right now. And I think just, especially coming out of Duke and being coached by Mike Krzyzewski, I think he's just mentally and physically the most, maybe not physically over Aiden. (laughs) But I think he's just, his offensive game is so polished that I just think he's the most NBA ready. Okay. So that I I had him going above Aiton. I think Aiton has a lot of upside, but there's a lot of risk. I think he could bust. I think there's a large I. Although I like him going to Phoenix, he's got a lot of pieces to work around, right? And players to play with. So I, it could work out, but I think he could. I very well he very well could be a bust.
1: Yeah, I think he's gonna be personally. I I hated that pick even at number two. Um, oh Bagley? Yeah. No, I I think, I think Aiton's gonna oh. bust
0: yeah i, I can or, actually see that i shouldn't say gonna i think he can
1: yeah i mean a lot of players can be busts right it really depends on what system they go into yeah
0: um, see and yeah in my mindset i think bagley is more of a sure thing than aiden okay. which is why i had him at one
1: right um i mean personally for me i thought aiden was obvious it was always going to be Aiton.
0: yeah the, yeah yeah
1: and then i don't know the the reason i don't like bagley going at number two was one he's not the best player on the floor or not the best player on the board at the time i thought donich, donich- was yeah. the number two pick there He
0: technically slipped down the five yeah
1: and then um i just thought that I re- i mean either one of them not a good fit for sacramento especially since they're just they're tanking right now. It's not yeah, good. and
0: that, that was my thing with Sacramento I because I had them taking eight in it too. And I was like, at that point, y- you're not looking for a specific position or anything. Right. Sacramento's in a spot where, you know, the 76ers were a couple years ago where they're just taking the best available yeah. player. Like to take the best available and build around him later. They're like next, It's not like they're going to take Bagley and now they're contenders in the West. Right, no. no. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean... The thing with the nba is even if you do take the best players available and you build a good team you still have to contend with the, the two superstars. super teams yeah. in the west and the super team in, or yeah. now the two super teams in the east it's like it's crazy because i know well three super teams because lebron's going to la but <laughs>
0: <laughs> i i really think he is too. yeah um oh, so yeah
1: um Just another draft thing. So when the Cleveland Cavaliers drafted their player, I can't remember who it is. Uh, I watched a lot of picks last (laughs) night. We'll get to it. Yeah. Um, The ESPN reporter comes up and interviews him and not congratulations on getting picked, (gasps) not, oh, my God, what are you (laughs) going to do with your life? (laughs) Can you convince LeBron to stay in Cleveland?
0: what's your pitch to LeBron to stay? And he said, come back, baby. We'll win a championship. Right. I was like, you can't put this kid on. Like, you can't just do that to him, right? On the spot like that. That's like Jay Cutler being, beating Brett
1: Favre in a football game and asking after the game, what did Brett Favre say to you? Like, (laughs) it's not about you. It's about the superstar. It's just totally heartless.
0: I, I felt really bad for him. And we'll get to another pick was asked kind of like the same kind of thing. Later, um, I think it was whoever pi- whoever picked, whoever New York picked. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ke- Kevin uh, Knox. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll we'll get to that too. But Aiton, I think he's a good pick if he pans out. Especially, you know, he's he's got a lot of upside. Um, long dude who plays above the rim. He's a great rebounder. Yeah, and a crazy athlete. Like the dude. A lot of these NBA dudes are coming out of college, especially these ones and duns They they come in with a small frame. And they're, they're very small. And then they become better athletes. This dude's coming in with an NBA body.
1: Right. And then he avoids the problems of that, oh, there was this one forward from, I can't remember what college, but he was huge. He was like seven feet tall and he was the best player. Today? No, uh, years ago. Oh. Oh, um, oh, And then he split his kneecap like four times in the NBA because um, they, ma- they made him put on like 40 extra pounds. Right. Yeah. And I can't remember who it is. I'm so sorry. But oh, yeah. it, that's the exact that Aiden's going to be able to avoid is that they're not going to try to put weight on him. I mean, for some people it helps. Look at Giannis. He was a string bean when he came into the league. It's
0: getting bigger and he's bigger. He's huge. I love it.
1: Um, But yeah. It's, it'll, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I understand the pick, but I, I, I still disagree. Right. I still think the number two pick who went to San, which I think Sacramento, they have a great piece to build around now. I think Bagley, yep. I think he's going to be, I, th- I still think he's the most NBA ready. Obviously not maybe physically wise because Ayton has an NBA body already, but I think Sacramento is going to be able to build around him going forward. Yeah,
1: I just... I think that Donich would have Donich been better, and yeah. it's Sacramento.
0: I mean... <laughs> 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 the only thing I can argue for Bagley over Dontich at this point is Dontich, he played over the Spanish League, and the last... I think it was five times that um, a, t- a player from an international league was picked top three. The The last one that... F- made an all-star game was Yao Ming. Wow. Yep. The wow. other ones, they showed a graphic on ESPN last night. I didn't recognize any of them. I was really sad, actually, because I was like, wow, that's that's, that's disappointing. Yeah, it is. Because, <laughs> like, now it, it makes me look at Dontich like, oh, he's got some pressure. <laughs> yeah.
1: But the thing is, he's learning from Dirk Nowitzki. Like, that was exactly. a steal for the Mavs there.
0: I think, yeah. Doncic, so technically he got drafted by Atlanta. Yeah. But then Atlanta... They had a trade negotiation down where if Trey Young didn't get picked at four, the Mavericks would pick him at five and trade Dontich for Young basically right. straight up. But I think Atlanta gets a pick next year.
1: Uh, they get a 2019 protected first round.
0: Right. Um, so, yeah. and So I think Dontich, I think it's a great fit. Right. It's a perfect fit in uh, in, Matt, in Dallas um, because Luka will now be able to learn from Dirk. Yeah. He'll be the heir to Dirk for sure. Um, and the Mavericks, they were talking about it before the Mavericks even made the trade. Like Dallas had their eye on Luka all night because they, they really believe that he can become Dirk. He can be, become their next franchise yeah. player.
1: And their, their franchise is just so strong in general with how they run it. Oh, absolutely. Like, Cuban's it, doing something, right? Yeah.
0: Although <laughs> something's wrong. Right. But
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's one of those things where they, they know how to run a basketball team, which is something you don't see every day in sports. Right. Yeah. Cleveland Browns. Like, you gotta know how, you, yeah. you can you can have them as many first round picks as many like however many picks you want, but if you don't know how to run your team effectively and get the best result, you suck. I I'm, mean, obviously,
0: I'm really cheering for Baker Mayfield this year. I don't. He's want not even that.
1: gonna start. I know,
0: which is okay. Yeah, because Tyrod, you know, he learned from Tyrod. Ty- Tyrod
1: was there for a reason.
0: Yes, but I I just really want him to do. <laughs> I just I would feel so bad for him if he played like five games and lost all five in the and be
1: another johnny Manzo. oh man which by the way he didn't even play his first game in the cfl he got benched
0: he that's because he's still learning the rules oh the rules for cfl are so much yeah. different he's working on becoming a starter oh, okay i i've listened i listen to his podcast now he, oh, has, a, he has a podcast on barstool and oh i'm just <laughs> such a huge fan but yes he's they're working him into a starting Okay. Role. Yeah. So that's the whole story behind that. I mean, it's, not, it's not like the backup's any better. Oh, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> There's your God, CFL to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a whole show on Johnny because the whole CFL rules are crazy. Right. Like people, the punting, the punting situation in <laughs> the CFL is freaking, oh, it's so confusing. Like you can punt. Once you punt to them, the team, if it's in the end zone, if it stays in the end zone, the punter gets a point. But you can pick it up and punt it back to the team that just <laughs> punted and then they can punt it back. It it's so confusing. I can't I don't blame Johnny for not knowing the rules right, right now. Right, yeah. Um All right, anyway, back to this. So I think, yeah, Dantich. he has more upside, I think, than either of the first two, for sure. Yeah. But I think more risk also.
1: And, yeah, and that's also what Just type. because
0: of the he's coming out of you know, I think he's eighteen right now, he's turning nineteen this summer, but he's eighteen and he's already been an MVP of the Spanish league. Oh, yeah, he was MVP this past year, which is why, and I don't know. But I th- but I think it works out for the best because of Dallas. I right. think the situation is perfect in Dallas. Yeah, and
1: to be honest, half my, like, grades on these picks are where they're going to. And I exactly. know that's wrong because it's the first round and it's the crappy teams. But, <laughs> like, yeah. the Suns, there's a reason why Eric Bledsoe wanted to leave. <laughs>
0: yeah. Although... Now with these these three young guys that they have, yeah, I, I think they can build something. Yeah, I really do. Um, I think if they're able to eventually bring someone out of free agency, I think that'd be I think that'd be really they got something special there. Yeah, if they can keep that young core. Um, so then number four, Memphis took Jaron Jackson Jr. out of Michigan State. Um, and this makes sense because you know I I look back at my mock draft and I th- had them taking. I had them. Ooh, I had them taking Luka Dantich because I thought <laughs> I thought Atlanta w- would take Mo Bamba. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I just think he's he's got a lot of upside too. Um, but no, Jaron Jackson makes a lot of sense. Um, Powerful. I wrote all my notes while I'm I'm, I'm at work <laughs> and I'm trying to do work, and then every pick would come in my ear, and I would run to my laptop <laughs> and take notes real quick. Um, but yeah, Jaron Jackson makes sense. He's a power forward, center kind of it, more power forward, just because of the size. He can play with Marc Gasol, even if Mark's only going to be there for another year. Yeah. And he can learn from him, but it's a good combo, kind of, um, because, yeah. I I mean, and plus this is a big, heavy draft. Yeah. So you kind of had to, but I think a power forward playing with Marc Gasol and then eventually replacing him, I think it's a good pick.
1: Yeah, and he's also young, which is always good in mm-hmm. basketball. No, um, no. And he came out of Michigan State, which they have a really good program there, yep. obviously.
0: And so. I have... Uh, my biggest takeaway was he's mostly more of a defensive player. Yeah. Which is perfect. Obviously, you think yeah. of Memphis, you think of their tough defense. Oh, so I, yeah. You know, I think him and Mark Connolly, I think eventually, because obviously they're, they're not Mike Connolly, they're going to keep both of them, and I think they can build, you know, another tough defense in in Memphis.
1: Yeah, my only concern is if he's going to be able to stay out of foul trouble. Yep. Um,
0: because, what was he? He averaged like two blocks a game or something like that. Yeah, but, but he, he averaged he never- six. He he fouled out almost every game. He yeah. averaged six fouls a game, so that's definitely and an issue. He's with, gonna have to clean that
1: up. With the way that the NBA officiates, like <laughs> it's so just random. <laughs>
0: that's true. And if he plays like a team like Golden State or yeah. something, he's gonna oh. foul out in the Word third quarter. Or Houston? <sighs> oh no, Houston! I saw this morning. Houston signed undrafted guard out of Duke, Trayvon Duval, really to their to their uh, G League. It okay, but yeah, I like that a lot. I yeah, thought, I thought Trayvon could have got. Drafted first round. Yeah, I, think I mean, he's got talent. It just more missed threes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah so if he cleans that up, he's, <laughs> he's going to be a good addition to that Rockets team. So yeah, Jaron Jackson, good pick. So then we get to the fifth pick, and Trey Young fell to Dallas. So Trey Young got traded to Atlanta. It's a good fit. It's interesting. Yeah. It is, it is a good fit, but it's interesting because now he is, I, th- I think um, Dennis Schroeder's leaving Atlanta. Yeah,
1: because uh, Travis Sh- Schlenk. Is there, I think? <laughs> I don't okay. know how to pronounce that last name. Okay. Um, he's the former Warriors executive, executive.
0: Ah, yes. Yeah. So Atlanta's in full rebuild. Yeah. Like, for sure. As they, they should be. As they should be. <laughs> they lost, yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's a new player to build around for sure. He's good. I, and I think, I think it's, ri- it's very risky. Very, very risky because of his height. But I think this pays off.
1: But he's also the best shooter.
0: I think he's the next Steph. I don't think he gets to the level of Steph but I think he's I think he's gonna be that next player who's hitting a lot of, who's hitting <laughs> just ridiculous six or seven threes a game. Yeah. And he, he he will impact the culture in Atlanta.
1: I I don't think he I think he has the potential to be Steph. I d I don't think he's I think he'll get as far. He won't be a super superstar. Right. But he'll be
0: like I yeah. Um, and and by the way, Steph is the only reason he got picked top five. Yeah. If Steph Curry doesn't come out in, in, in his career and have this kind of impact, Trey Young drops to the second round, I think. Well, yeah, that... You much can say like that, Steph did. <laughs> yeah.
1: You can say that for pretty much all three-point shooters in the league. That's true. Um, but
0: I think Trey specifically because he's short and he's got the quick release. He He's very much... Uh, but he he is... I think he's a better passer than Steph. Yeah. Steph's, Steph's creative, but he... He has a lot more leeway because people are up on him, and then he's got the driving ability, so he's able to make easier passes. Yeah. But I think Trey can make those harder passes that Steph can't.
1: Yeah, and, I mean, th- th- the Warriors' offense is built around entirely spreading the floor so you get mm-hmm. someone in the corner, obviously. Yeah. Um, Travis Schlenk is not a coach. He's the GM now. He's the GM. Yeah, okay. just wanted to make know. sure that.
0: Yeah, I don't know who their coach even is. Well,
1: uh, cool, because they lost bun- yeah to us. Um,
0: but I think they, they got rid of him a- Year or two ago,
1: no, they got rid of him this year. Oh, was it this yeah. year?
0: I didn't know he was still coaching.
1: Um, Excuse me. I'm Interesting. I don't coach. know
0: who their coach is now. They hired uh, Lloyd Pierce. Okay.
1: Does, does that sound about right? Sure. Sure. Uh- <laughs> it does
0: actually. Okay. Moving on. Uh, number six, Atlanta or Orlando? Sorry, Orlando took Mel Bamba. Which is great.
1: He's the next Shack.
0: He's yeah yeah. He, except he's like. 200 pounds lighter than (laughs) right
1: and i think he's got a bigger wingspan
0: dude's got a seven ten wingspan. wingspan that's insane oh my god i think it's officially the longest uh, it is the minute he got drafted he it's the longest in the nba that's Um, crazy and yeah so going back to my mock draft too i picked i think i had them pick taking jaron jackson yeah. Really? I had them, I Jaron Jackson falling, so I had Orlando taking wrong. a big. I was very wrong. Like I said, most of these, I only got two picks right in my 11 okay. picks. Um, and we'll get to those soon. Um, yeah, but I had, be, I, basically my argument was I had them taking a big guy. and Jaron right. Jackson was the best available in my mock. Um, okay. I didn't think Mamba should, I don't think he should have fell this far. But, I mean, kind of looking back, it makes sense.
1: Yeah, um, especially with the Hawks and the Dallas kind of, Worked right. 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 thing right. if he wasn't, wasn't going to get picked by one of those teams, he wasn't going to get picked in the top five. And I'm
0: not. I, I wasn't predicting any trades. Like, right. I figured something would happen, but I wasn't going to try to get into it because that's in, that's impossible to predict. There were some crazy trades. There were some crazy trades. It was weird. Um. But yeah, I I said that they needed a big guy to play with Nikola. Yep. Um. And I think Mo was going to be fantastic because now Mo can play center and Nikola can put play more of the stretch four because he's got a shot. Uh, Nikola Vucevic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that combo is going to be great if they can hold on to Aaron Gordon. That's going to be a big team if they can find it. And they got the Isaac dude. I think he's going to be a good shooter. Oh,
1: he yeah. He. So
0: so I think they're starting to build something if they can keep Aaron Gordon. Yep. Um, uh, yeah.
1: Can we just reflect that? Besides Luca, all of the first eight, nine, nine picks besides Luca were freshmen. Really? Yeah. Every single one.
0: And I mean, Luca technically—technically technically
1: he is, but he never went to college, right? I'm, yeah. But like, he's the he's same a, age. Yeah.
0: Wow. And then, yeah, because then number ten is uh, junior. Was he a junior,
1: Michael Bridges? Yeah,
0: because I knew he stayed a couple of years at Villanova. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to him. It's always good to stay in school. So number <laughs> seven was one of them that I actually called. I actually <laughs> picked this one. Wendell Carter to Chicago. Um, he's a smart, dude. He he turned down going to Harvard. So like he had the ch- he got accepted into Harvard with scholarships wow. but he also got scouted by Duke by Duke. So he was like, "Okay, do I go I mean, compete for a championship at Duke or get, you know, or go dominate the Ivy League?" Right. And get it a- and he he chose to go play for Syracuse.
1: I mean, they're comparable academically. Like Harvard's got the better oh, name, but it's like Duke Duke has always wanted to be mm-hmm. in Ivy school. So Exactly
0: yeah um whatever (laughs) yeah apparently his parents he decided he was like yeah guys i'm going to duke and then for like weeks after they were still just wearing harvard sweatshirts (laughs) and and they were like yeah
1: we think he should still go (laughs) like like that mom who her son chose uh like florida or something oh my god yes (laughs)
0: and then she got up and yeah she just no she's wearing all like alabama stuff and yeah she just gets up and leaves i that was so i mean
1: why wouldn't you choose alabama but that's just me yeah, for he college was football, football. he's yeah. a wide
0: receiver. Anyway. Especially with two of that quarterback. Role. Yeah. <laughs> That's dumb. Uh, but yeah. No, um, but a great pick. Um, great pick. He's going he, he to. Him and Levine and Markinen. Yeah. They have a nice young core now, too.
1: I think, I think he could be a role player. He's not going to be like a super. He's not no. going to be a butler type.
0: No. And he's going to be, because of his IQ, I mentioned that because he's going to have a smart basketball IQ. He's right. going to be able to. Mm-hmm. He's going to be that rebounding defensive dude from mm-hmm. Chicago. Um, and because Markinen's going to be Markkinen and Levine are going to be their two options at, on offense, right? And uh, Chris Dunn. Now they have two. I think he he'd be their backup point guard, probably shooting guard. Um, but yeah, he he's not going to be he's not going to be a huge impact player. I think he's going to be one of those scrappy players, yeah, who, who who comes in gives you solid quality minutes.
1: Yeah, he's going to be. Um, I was going to say Shane Labazier, but that's way too long ago. <laughs> but he's going to be one of those players that you can count on yes. to do things when you need him. Don't want to get a
0: yeah. rebound at the end of the game. Right.
1: Uh, Yvonne Shumpert during the playoffs mm. this year, whenever we needed a good run, he would always come in. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. And if he stays healthy and you keep him happy, he'll stay in Chicago for a long
0: time. I agree. I Yeah. I think he's going to be happy. He. I listened to him talking about – or talking – he had an interview on – pardon my take this morning on their <laughs> podcast – love their podcast they're just Um, the
1: front page of journalism are not they yeah the big j journalist (laughs) um
0: no he and they they interviewed him on tuesday but then released it this morning and he talked they said you know what if you do go to chicago and he said that'd be fantastic i want to play with Markin and i want to play with levine so he's he's excited he wants to be there so i think um so now (laughs) here comes cleveland and i had cleveland taking michael porter I had okay. Michael Porter dropping and I had Cleveland take but then I'm sitting there at work, right? And I'm listening and Cleveland Cleveland comes up and I'm like they it's like thirty seconds left of their pick and I'm sitting there, I'm like, They're gonna take Sexton. I didn't even <laughs> like I have Sexton in my mock, I think I had them going tenth to the Sixers. Okay. And then all of a sudden for some reason I'm sitting there, I'm like, they're gonna take Sexton. It's like <laughs> why wouldn't they take Sexton? It's yeah. great. And, it, they need, and they did they they take Colin Sexton MJP I think he would have been a great pick but the injuries apparently were very right. very scary Um, for for Michael Porter for a lot of teams he dropped all the way down to 14 wow Um, and I'll get to that later that's part of my yeah, and the, stuff later Um,
1: and the thing about him is like he is a freshman but he has the back of like a 25 year old
0: I think he played two games yeah he's I wouldn't have come out if I were him. I would have played played another year. Yeah, but you don't want to get hurt again. That's the thing. Play limited minutes.
1: But then you'll be known as a player who doesn't play. I mean, granted, you only played two games.
0: Okay, let's go back to, I want to say it's 2011. (laughs) Duke had this star young point guard who sat out for the NCAA tournament (laughs) and then got drafted number one by the Cleveland (laughs) Cavaliers, Kyrie Irving. Just saying. (laughs) Wait. He did didn't he
1: really sit out for the entire. Yep,
0: that was, I believe that was the year they got beat by Lee. They did. Yeah. In the first round. But yeah, Kyrie sat out. He said, I'm getting, he said, I'm going to the draft. I don't want to get hurt in this tournament. I'm not playing. <laughs> yep. I was so mad and disappointed. Coach K hates him. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I, I would believe it. But yeah, so they take Colin Sexton. I think Sexton is going to be a less talented Kyrie, but I think he is their next Kyrie point guard type. Yeah.
1: And they need offense. Exactly. They, they just yep. don't have any. Yeah. especially during the later play against the Celtics and the mm-hmm. Warriors and those physical all defenses. It was all LeBron. And if you can't like they would try to drive to the hoop and then they would go back. So it's just like they, they need someone who's not afraid to yep. get down and do And
0: he's he's an excellent finisher. He, mm-hmm. his shot hasn't developed yet, but I think it, it, it can in the NBA. Yeah. But he's he's an excellent <laughs> driver and finisher. Um so I think that's gonna be perfect. And I honestly think LeBron, this kind of intrigues LeBron. I think he's a good point guard that LeBron... He's not coming back. I don't think so, but I, I think it strengthens the argument. Yeah. I think...
1: But I mean, anyone they would have picked in the top ten. Although,
0: I still remember the la- his last year in Miami. Everyone was like, oh, LeBron really wants to play with Shabazz Napier. And, they picked and then him. Miami picked him, <laughs> and then he still left. And now he's nowhere to be seen in Miami. Like, oh. they only picked him for LeBron. So that... No, I think he'll be a solid piece even if LeBron leaves.
1: Le- LeBron should just stop going to basketball teams he should just make his own start his own i think he
0: should just stay somewhere i
1: mean yeah but he wants to run it
0: but he needs to he, <laughs> that's the thing he needs to be at a competent place where he doesn't need to run it yeah which is i think magic johnson's pretty competent <laughs> oh that's
1: gonna be it they're gonna butt heads all day so? yeah well we've seen mm. it every single time that like lebron doesn't like a coach or he doesn't like a player he gets them trade. maybe i'm just buying into the like
0: right I, see, here's my argument against that, though. Magic Johnson's a player, former player. So I think he'll, he'll be a lot more lenient and understanding with LeBron. And Luke Walton is also a former player. So okay. I, think, I think that meshes really well. Yeah. I don't, I don't think – they're not coach first. They're players.
1: Right. I don't know. If I'm Magic, I don't want the distraction. I don't even want the opportunity for distraction, even if it's LeBron.
0: Which is why they didn't pick LiAngelo Ball. Yeah. In the second. <laughs> I'm so happy they did. Oh, if they would have picked him. My brother's sitting here. He was talking to me. He's a huge Ball family fan. Loves all of them, Lavar and his kids. Oh, and September he's summer child. And I, I said to him, I said, "They're not getting drafted." He's not getting drafted tomorrow. He goes, "Oh, well, absolutely." He's gonna. The Lakers are gonna take. I said, "No, Jello is not NBA ready. He's not gonna get drafted." Mm-hmm. And There, Lavar sit there. I love the picture that was going around of Lavar just sitting there, all cross face. He was so disappointed. He was ready for Le'Angelo to – hit the league (laughs) um so yeah the knicks came up and this was interesting because the knicks come up and they were chanting for mjp they said the fans all the knicks fans we want porter we want this dude kevin Knox, gets drafted and they you know they they warm up to it whatever (laughs) they interview this dude and they go so what do you think about them chanting for Porter? I'm like, come on, don't ask him this. That, out. But he handled it really well. He was right. like, you know what? That's motivation. Do it. Keep chanting for other players. But that's,
1: that's ESPN. Like all day, <laughs> they they want to they want drama. They want hot takes.
0: <sighs> yeah, because they need ratings. Yeah. Um. They're going down to two. He's a, he's he, I he's the best two way player in this draft. I think he he's got a very balanced offensive defense. Um. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But MJP would have been better.
0: I agree. <laughs> He's the safer pick, though.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and I think he, Kevin Knox is very athletic, so I think he – and he doesn't absolutely need to be offensive either right. because of Chris Stops. So I think I think he's, he's going to be a great – he's going to be a good pair yeah. for is Chris Lynn Stops. Is still playing there?
1: Who? Lynn? Jeremy Lynn? Or did he move on a while ago? No,
0: he moved on. Yeah. Okay. He was – geez, he was in Brooklyn and then in Charlotte, I think. Oh, wow. That's bad. And I don't know if he's even in Charlotte anymore.: No he's not no, I don't know where he is anymore, but yeah, um yeah, a lot it, of potential. I don't see a lot of risk with him. I think he'll be a solid player, yeah he's not he doesn't
1: have the raw talent that MJP had right though, so yeah, I, I MP- do think MPJ
0: they easily could have took mj uh, MPJ yeah, um, yeah, but they didn't, so yeah,
1: it's so whatever
0: <laughs> <laughs> When did the Knicks ever pick someone that their fans want? Never, because they're not about they, servicing their Remember fans. when they <laughs> booed Kristof? Kristof's Porzinga
1: Boo. Yeah. That was oh.
0: that was crazy.
1: It's New York, though. If they don't get what they want, they riot. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Jeez.
0: Oh, man. I love sports fans. <laughs> Philadelphia at number 10, picking Mikel Bridges out of Villanova. He's the it's oldest a, player. Well, not oldest, but oldest in the top 10, at least.
1: Yeah. it's uh, I think it's good. Um was this the trade that Zaire got traded on? <gasps> no. Or was that later? That's later. Okay.
0: Wait. No, it is. I forgot about this. I I didn't even right, hear about this until Philly this morning. Philly
1: had 16 somewhere.
0: Yeah, no. So Zaire Smith. Yep. So apparently at 16, the Suns took Zaire Smith. Yeah. And then they traded Mikel for Zyr. Right. That's and how. And probably another pick in there.
1: At uh, the 2021 unprotected first rounder from Miami.
0: Which is crazy. So here's the story That's crazy for this. multiple reasons. There's so <laughs> many reasons. So, first of all, Mikel Bridges played at Villanova. Right. In Phili- So, like, they were going to be. He was super happy about it. His mother works in the front office of the 76ers. Oh. Oh. <laughs> And there was this great moment where they he got drafted, and he hugged his mom, and they were super happy. Oh, no. And he interviewed with the Sixers hat on and everything. And then, apparently, they just traded him away. <laughs> Can you? Oh. That's got to hurt. Oh, that's so bad. I would quit my job. For Zyre, for a 16 pick. But, so, if I'm a Bridges, though, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm going to play with Phoenix instead of in the process because the process is a little distracting distracting right now yeah um he would have been a decent fit i i still have notes that he's in philadelphia right now (laughs) i didn't even change that yeah i think that's a good for for him and for him to be more of a role player in yeah in phoenix and he can develop more because there's not expectations right now
1: right um another reason why that trade is crazy is mainly because of the pick because um 2021 is the year that if they change the rule high schoolers can come into the league.
0: Oh no. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're trying to they're trying to make a rule to get rid of one and done's.
1: Yeah, they are. So if they do that, 2021 will be that year.
0: So wait, they would get rid of one and done's but high schoolers can enter instead?
1: Well, that's how it would work. Oh if no. you get rid of one and done's, you don't have to play in college. Oh no. I
0: thought you I thought they were forcing people to play two no, years. No, 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 no oh, I don't like this at all. I'd rather have one and done. Yeah. I'd rather people at least get a college experience.
1: But if they don't want it, they don't want it. That's like saying I want people to go to a four-year and they go to a technical. Uh, I guess. Of course, then they always complain about how they didn't get the college experience. But – um <laughs> Wow. No, because the, like, the hype is all around uh, Dwayne Wade and his son playing together and then LeBron and, LeBron and his and kid and, playing LeBron
0: together. Said, LeBron said – LeBron flat-out said he wants to play with his kid. Yeah.
1: But so, it's Ooh, it's crazy because that's a big that's a big year for that trade and it's unprotected too. So if Miami tanks, they're going to Miami Heat because that's who the pick was. It was Miami's twenty twenty one.
0: Oh, that Phoenix had yeah. And they tra- okay, okay, okay. Um, I see what you mean. So if Which they, I tank, think they will because I think Dwayne Wade's out soon. He's old, and I think they're going to get rid of Hassan Whiteside.
1: Right, and they already traded away the pick, and it's not like they're going to mm-hmm. get it back. So. Uh. Hmm. And there's going to be, that's it's super it's going to be a buyer's market on, oh, yeah. um, or a seller's market on high school players coming into the league that year.
0: Yeah. So okay, wait. But wait, that's wait. why that was cray-cray. Yeah, I yeah, that's crazy. Um, yeah, going back to my mock, I had I had Trey Young followed all the way to nine <laughs> in New York, which I oh that would have been so good. Trey Young and Porzingis in New York, yeah. I would have loved that. I I was really onto that, and then I had Philly taking Colin Sexton. Taking point guard yeah. minutes away from Ben Simmons, which would have been nice. Um, but he, I think I. Is Ben Simmons a traditional point guard or is he forward? He's listed at power forward. Okay.
1: He should just stay there. He's I got agree. the height on everyone. I agree. And all he needs is the mid range jump shot,
0: which he- yeah, but, but yes, if he develops if, some sort of shot
1: Him and Giannis, all they need is a mid-range jump shot And they're gods
0: Giannis has been getting better too I know Every year That's it, why I'm excited it, it, oh, <laughs> I'm so excited And I'm even more excited now Because we go on to what was my 11th pick in my mock draft <laughs> But it was the 17th pick in the draft The Bucks taking Dante DiVincenzo out of Villanova
1: The Michael Jordan of Delaware
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love this pick so much I do too I this it's going to be so good. I said it on my show. I I put the clip around all on social media last night. I was so excited. I <laughs> I called this and because it's he's such a perfect fit. He is for Milwaukee. And he's he's a scrappy dude who's going to come off the bench like he did in Villanova. He's going to hit threes. He's going to play he's going to play very irritating defense much right. like Delavadova.
1: And if Bledsoe doesn't pan out, you can put him in at that exactly. position. Exactly. Which yeah. I don't think he's going to, but I I'm that so means to be seen,
0: and and he's athletic too. Yeah, the dude's vertical is crazy. I don't remember what it is exactly. Um, but yeah, and Budenholzer is gonna have a field day coaching him. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be able to use him in different spots.
1: Well, because that's what four great players: Giannis, Jabari, Middleton. I, mean, I,
0: I still think we're gonna lose Jabari. We'll see, about it. I think he's a free agent. Yeah, he is. We're, but it's like, yeah, it's interesting. But yeah. if we do keep him, yeah, we have Middleton. Um, and Middleton. Middleton. and that's the interesting thing because he would come off the bench and be the sixth man behind Middleton, right? And he would be able to carry some of that offense that Middleton has, but he adds that defensive presence that right. Middleton doesn't have. So, I, I, yeah, so I think it's really nice. But then
1: Maker gets shoved out of that starting lineup, doesn't he? Because it would be. I don't think
0: he's. St- I don't think DiVincenzo starts though. Maybe eventually, no, but, but,
1: but even if he's six man, Maker would get shoved out par- of the.
0: Yeah, either Parker or maker or they would switch off you know that type of yeah because they can always put yeah Giannis would be four and then thon or parker
1: yeah and you might want to switch them off to so that Jabari doesn't tear his knee again
0: i really hope so but yeah uh great pick i'm so Mm -hmm. happy with wisconsin sports picking this year or drafting (laughs) this year obviously the bucks have been doing a decent job the past couple years but this this year
1: they've been in full rebuild exactly but
0: i think about their last four picks Malcolm Brogdon and Thonmaker yep. two years ago. Great picks. Um, DJ Wilson, who I think is going to be good. He's a, he's a long, athletic dude who they picked out of Michigan last year. He's the year. guy
1: with the yeah, throw right. Yeah. I don't like him. Really? I saw him at a G League game. Ooh, okay. He did not know what he was doing on defense. Interesting.
0: Yeah. I hope, well, see, now we got Budenholzer, who's a defensive coach.
1: Yeah, but still. Hopefully
0: he, he can, I don't know.
1: It, it doesn't matter who the coach is. He looks clueless <laughs> out
0: there. <laughs> That's fair. Granted, um, that was G League, but that's fair. I I think DJ Wilson was a solid pick, um, and now Divincenzo. Yeah, and Dante's going to be great fit in Milwaukee. Fantastic,
1: yeah. and he's he's a little older. He's what twenty? Because he was a redshirt sophomore.
0: Was he really? Yeah. So yeah, he, he would be twenty. He,
1: yeah, nineteen twenty. So doesn't have the. I mean. He's got years. championship experience. So yeah, that's the, the biggest thing. Multiple years of championship experience. Yep.
0: So, <laughs> I think it's great. Yeah. Um. So we're not going to go through every pick. Um. Do you have
1: any other highlights?
0: Um. The only other highlights I have one that I'm going to save for later. Okay. That for my my one last thing. Um. But a couple other b- bigger picks. I would say, um, Grayson Allen in Utah is going to be interesting because he you know gets to play with Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell, I'm pretty sure, slapped Grayson Allen in college <laughs> a couple of years ago when they were both in in the NCAA, so that should be fun. Um but I think he's a good fit.
1: Uh, uh
0: I think Utah will like him. Yeah. The fans will The fans will like him in Utah, but everywhere else they'll hate him. Um Yeah. And um. then the other my other big pick was the Lakers, actually, with Moritz Wagner out of Michigan. Okay. I think he's, I, he's a very solid offensive player. Yeah, he is. And he has very good defensive instincts. Yep. He's not great on defense, but he knows the spots that he needs to
1: be right, in. Right, and he can make free throws.
0: Yes, that's the other thing. Um, So I think he's he's a good fit with Kuzma. Yeah. He, yeah.
1: My highlight is Kostas uh, Atacumpo.
0: Yes. <laughs> Being the last pick. <laughs> yeah. I saw that. I was really excited. You no, know, he was
1: uh, 24th, wasn't he? No, he was the last pick, yeah. Yeah, no, he was the... But yeah, he's going yeah. to Philly, so he's Ooh, got the process. okay. Um,
0: process. And a with
1: the process. The, the draft thing I'm looking at is really confusing on how it's they definitely they the, trades. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. Ooh, yeah, that's true. He was the last pick. I just can't remember who made him. Um, Let's see what they say here. Yeah, I but I think he's going to be. I mean, because people in, like, buck circles were talking, oh, we should pick Costa. Wright's traded to Dallas. Okay.
0: Yep. So yeah. He's in. He's, he's in Houston.
1: Philly. Yep. Houston?
0: He get they yeah, Philadelphia had the pick from they Houston. Traded, okay. But now they but then they traded the rights to Dallas, I guess. Oh, okay. So that must have been a, another mix somewhere. Probably oh, probably up here.
1: Sorry, NBA yep. NBA, yep. NBA. So Jazz the twenty fourth
0: so yeah, so technically he twenty fourth. Okay, yeah. Because they, they picked someone, uh Shake Milton right. with with the twenty four and then yeah, okay. I um, see where you got that then.
1: But a lot of people in buck circles were saying, "Oh, we should draft Costa," and I was like, "No, that's a horrible idea." I don't like Cause it because it, because if you cut him, then Giannis gets pissed. <sighs> yeah, and Wisconsin sports teams are beholden to their superstars now.
0: Yeah, and family. Yeah, I don't think family is a good idea. No, I, it's not. We can look in uh, L. <laughs> a. LA Clippers for that. Yeah, <laughs> oh. <sighs> <laughs> I think that's an interesting situation. It was
1: a really like quality draft though. It was a I strong. Agree. It was a strong draft class. It, it wasn't. Was.
0: And it was big-heavy, which I, yeah. I think is good for the future of NBA. It is,
1: because um, hopefully it'll stop teams from just cheesing, spreading the floor, and shooting threes. I completely agree. Because um, that's not basketball.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Colin Sexton took number two. Really? So he's really the new Kyrie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. Um, yeah, so that's enough NBA draft. It, it, was, it was super fun. Yeah, it was. It was a good draft. Um, so the next thing we're going to talk about is the winston's uh, suspension <laughs> <laughs> this is interesting yeah so apparently allegedly in 2016 two years ago um James winston got into a uber. uber and he sat front seat i think he was with a f- couple of his friends okay so they sat back seat and he sat up front of
1: course because he's famous Jameis.
0: right because i read this and they're like yeah he sat up front and i was like okay first of all that that's a- that screams to me that, that that this is weird. But as as I read his quote, I think he said something about him being with his friends. Yeah. Um, and the, the driver being confused about the number of people. But so apparently he was sitting front seat and apparently grabbed the crotch of his female Uber driver. Huh. Which, if true, is very sad. So he's getting a... Three-game suspension. suspension. I think they said they're still slightly investigating, so it could be bumped either way. But right now it's a three-game suspension for the beginning of the 2018 season. So Tampa Bay is going to have to start their season with Ryan Fitzpatrick.
1: And they're not going to make the playoffs because of it.
0: (laughs) Did you see their first three games? Um, Week one, they play New Orleans. (laughs) And then they play Philadelphia, the defending champions, and then they play Pittsburgh. Oh, that's horrible! So they're starting over three, <laughs> right? Well, and the thing
1: is, there have only been th- three teams in the entire history of the NFL that have gone all in three to start their first three games and make the playoffs. And
0: one of them was in New Orleans, I believe.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. So they're yeah. they're missing the playoffs, <sighs> and this has like ripple effects.
0: This has a lot of ripple effects.
1: I'm sorry for Jameis. Well, I'm not sorry for Jameis. He did a bad thing. Even if he didn't, it's just stupid to even put yourself in that situation. Yes, I agree. Um. The NFL had to do it, especially in the, today's climate. You can't be seen as being soft on anything. Yep. Um, so they had to do it. You
0: have to crack down on everything.
1: Um, this is really the Bucks' fault for not having a competent backup quarterback.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which, okay, we, we're we crapping on Fitzpatrick here, but he is a solid dude. I think his completion percentage last year was either 49 or 59%.
1: At the Jets' end, I don't think he barely threw beyond the line of scrimmage.
0: That's fair. Um, yeah. And he did – I mean, his one contract year in Buffalo was decent. Right. But then he got paid a lot of money and didn't do anything. Yeah.
1: And, I mean, yeah, he went to Harvard, but yeah, um, Oh, yeah, 58.9%. Uh, yeah. And
0: 1,300 uh, – 1,103 yards.
1: Yeah. So this is really – Jameis gets suspended, not suspended – it doesn't matter. This is really the Bucks' fault for not having a competent back quarterback. Yes. And this means that it's going to be either the Saints or the Panthers winning the division because I don't believe in Atlanta right now. Really? Ever since 28. And,
0: and now that they got their they, – they got stuff with Julio, too. Yeah.
1: I don't believe in Atlanta. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. So it's going to be – like this is rep- – I could
0: see Carolina coming, you know, having a decent year again. Well,
1: because – when Cam's on, he's on. Mm-hmm. When he's not, that team falls apart. But and
0: he's such a hot and cold player. He is. I think. But it's it's like a it's at it's a season at a time. Yeah, it like is. he either is really good for a whole season or he's not. He's right, just an average quarterback. Or they have an easy schedule. That too. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. But. Yeah, so this this I, impacts the
0: whole. Well, it
1: impacts the NFC South directly. Yep. Yes. obviously, and then it impacts. Um, it impacts the entire. NFC in general, because this changes like teams that are hunting for wild card have a better chance to do so. Um, yeah. So,
0: although, yeah, kind I kind of because I don't think Tampa Bay was hunting for it in their division.
1: Well, the thing is, they haven't had like James went. James got hurt last season. Mm-hmm. That was like a season that they could have done it because they brought in uh, Grimes. No, they brought in some players and. They had-
0: yeah, I think they had Grimes. I keep they had Revis at some point. Yeah,
1: they did. So they brought in some players, and they were, if James hadn't gotten hurt, they had a shot to make the wild card. I agree. Um, but this throws that all in the water. So, yeah.
0: yeah, I I can see that. I just think with those other three teams in their division, it's tough any season. Yeah. As long as Matt Ryan, Drew Brees, and Cam Newton are in that division, yeah, I think the Bucks are kind of screwed. <laughs> yep yeah well,
1: um and let's be honest it's not like Jameis winston is a <laughs> pro bowl caliber quarterback or a nfl all-star or whatever he he's not he's decent he's not amazing he's not super bowl worthy if he is he's a trent dilfer <laughs>
0: <laughs> trent dilfer or joe flacco yeah yeah um yes yeah, by I the agree. way
1: dual quarterback system in baltimore what the heck are they thinking
0: it's not the, no they're, that's their fancy way of saying we're gonna put lamar at wide receiver
1: <laughs> they're ruining that player
0: I agree. I I wanted Lamar to go to Jacksonville. If I really wanted him to go to Jacksonville.
1: If you're a quarterback in college, stay away from the Washington area football teams. <laughs> they will ruin you. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, it's bad. So, yeah. James is getting suspended. The Bucs are out of the playoffs. Saints are probably going to make the playoffs again, beat the Vikings in a revenge game in the divisional.
0: <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Mm, that's another thing i'm gonna t- i don't think the vikings are eat-
1: no they're not going to be Kirk cousins is gonna
0: i don't think i don't think cousins is that good no he's not he's um, seven and nine <laughs> true um that team is just talented enough though
1: well the thing is because they have a good defense yeah it, it's like having a ace pitcher pitch game seven in the world series yeah. if they can't score you can't lose yeah um but the second, like, their offense falls apart or they stop, or they start turning over the ball and their defense gets stuck in bad situations, they lose. I mean, that's for any team, but especially for the Vikings.
0: Right. Yeah. I, so, like, I think against the Packers this year, I think they're going to have a tough time. Yeah, they are. Because I think Aaron's going to be able to score on them unless he breaks his collarbone again. Sh- Knock on wood. That's not wood. This um, is wood. There's a clipboard here. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, I think he's going to put points up on them. Yeah. I think he can put points on any defense. And... I just think, they're,
1: especially next year and the year after, they're going to have a really bad cap situation. Uh, yeah,
0: because I'm pretty sure Anthony Barr is a free agent after this season yep, and Harrison Smith.
1: Yeah, and... Both of them. If you, There's another one, too. Well, and then they're going to... 2020, I think. I looked at this a bunch of times. Okay. But there's a, one year where they have a bunch of veteran players on their last year of their contract. And... Vikings fans always want to think that, oh, they're going to resign because they love the team and they want to win championships. This is the NFL. No one does that yeah, anymore. The
0: Vikings never, yeah. There's a reason that they're purple. It's because they've been choking for 100 years. <laughs> 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 <sighs> okay, so enough of the NFL. That Jameis, I really hope that's not true. I like. I,
1: yeah, I hope it's not true. I I don't know. I hope he didn't do what they say he yes. did because that's a bad thing. That's terrible. But if he did do that thing, what was he thinking? And yeah. he should be suspended. Yeah. So. That's so I say about that. Yeah.
0: So next we're going to move on to the Brewers. Um, <laughs> they're still best team in baseball. They- <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, I like the move I like them bringing up Freddie Peralta. Yeah. I think that's the best move that they've made. I can't believe they sent him back down after his first game. I, yeah. I think they needed to keep him in the rotation. I think he's talented enough.
1: Well, the thing is, Albers is hurt now, so they needed a right. good pitcher.
0: I think they they just need a starting pitcher, though. Like, I, Albers, I don't
1: know. Well, well, Anderson's there, but he's very... He's not performing. He, he does, but then he doesn't. Like, in that Cubs series, he was great. The very next series, though, I think it was against the Phillies, he was horrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's one of those things where it really depends he's, on how he feels. He's
0: our opening day starter, though. Yeah, He should be he should be better although yeah. the past two years now junior Guerrero didn't do good last year either and he was our opening day no but, but he
1: got he got hurt right away on opening day last
0: year that's true too um, i don't know him and chasin have been our stars yeah uh, Chaseen's really good chaseen has right. been very, after his i think his first two starts were a little shaky yep but now he's been solid for us and i think for i i'm i'm convinced me and kyle were talking about this we're convinced that freddie Peralta is like the next big thing for yeah. Milwaukee. i he's fantastic he's in now two starts, he's allowed two hits, and that was in this last start. Yeah, his first game he had, well, he had no hit through six game through six innings.
1: <laughs> That's against St. Louis, right? Who's I mean, St. Louis is decent. We got creamed by them on opening day. Yeah, but it's like, or not, not opening day, uh, home opener, um, the home opener Miller Park. Oh yeah, yeah. But they've really kind of fallen off the wagon the past month or so and they even
0: got molina back Mm -hmm. and they're still he's been messing up too he missed he he missed a pass ball yesterday he yeah i don't know but um um,
1: it'll be interesting to see if Hayter can stay where he's at
0: i really even if he stays at 75 yeah that's 75 percent of what he's doing right now
1: but it'd also be interesting to see if he stays on the team
0: (laughs) you think they'd trade him
1: no but if he comes up on a contract year like, I'm thinking long-term.
0: That's fair. He's probably on arbitration for a while, though. Yeah. He's um, a young dude.
1: And then, Jeffers is really good. Mm. The, the pitching staff is a lot better than it has been.
0: It's the bullpen that's the that's the strength.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: It, uh, the well, starters are shaky. Mm, it's really for, only, like, Peralta, I think he's solid now that he's actually in the rotation. Yeah. And then there's Justine and Guerrero. Well, but they can have their off days. Like, yeah. They can have really bad off days. And, but then you look at Davies, he's hurt right now. But he's, not he's, doing, he's not doing good this year. He's bad. He's, like, 1-7. I thought he was – well. I'm pretty th- sure he's 1-7. But I think
1: <laughs> most of those losses were because the bullpen blew it. Because I, I, I remember watching mul- <laughs> I remember watching multiple of those games and then having, like, Oliver Drake come in and walk four guys.
0: <sighs> Oliver Drake. Yeah. Or Jake Oliver, whatever. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, it's Oliver Drake. Um, yeah, I don't know. And then Chase Anderson has not been doing as well as we thought he was going to. Right. I think once – Jimmy Nelson comes back, and we keep Freddy Peralta, Yolise, and Junior in the rotation. Yeah. We need to go get someone.
1: Yep. That, no, that's all they need is they need If a we good go get pitcher. a starting
0: pitcher like Chris Archer uh, or Thor, uh, Syndergaard from... <laughs> I love that they call him Thor. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> you,
1: you, saw, you saw the video of him getting in the face of the umpire, right? Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, um, I love it. Yeah. E- either one of the pitchers, it's Syndergaard and...
1: Oh, this is gonna bug me.
0: Yep, it is gonna bug me now too. Someone else from the Mets. Yeah. If we can just go get a starting, a solid quality starting pitcher from the Mets, um, it would be very helpful. And then because then our bullpen, I believe our bullpen is gonna stay Degrom. Degrom. Yeah, that's who it is. Um, I think our bullpen is gonna stay consistent. Yep. I think Hayter is gonna be fine at least this year. I yeah. don't know what his con you know, but I think he's gonna stay dominant. Corey Kniebel, if he stays healthy, he's gonna be a great closer for yep. us. Um, Jeremy Jeffress has been—he's just good in Milwaukee for some yeah. reason. Like he was terrible in Texas when he when he left Milwaukee the first time and came back. Like he was bad in Texas. I think
1: it's a pitching staff thing. It I, might be. I, I think it's really a coaching thing for him. But. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. But now yeah, now he's good. He's the starters closer. Um. Yeah. And those three and guys are really the solid.
1: Matt Albers is like money. If yeah. you get him into a mid-game situation where you need outs,
0: is he the guy that's hurt? Right? That yeah. was he's, he's the starter that got hurt. Right?
1: No, he's the huge guy. No, no, no,
0: no. he is a reliever.
1: Yeah, he is. He's a reliever. Who he's a I huge thinking? guy that came from the Phillies.
0: Who am I thinking? I, have no I went. Idea. I went to go see this game. It was against the Indians, and he started that game oh. and got hurt in the first inning, and then Suter had to come in. I can't. I know think who of you're a, thinking. You know of. what I mean. Um, I can't think of his name now. Was it Knable? No, no, because he was a starter.
1: And I I remember hearing yeah. about, I can't remember who I don't it was, know who it, I, I think that was Davies but
0: I don't think no no it was a bigger dude that we just got or something huh. he wasn't in the rotation before um, I don't. but yeah the Brewers I've been saying this my listeners will know um, I th- my theory on this we the Brewers always do bad after the All Star break yeah I think this year we get a couple people into the All Star game I think Kane Yelich or Shaw or even Aguilar at this point. I think one of them get into the game, and then they carry the momentum for the yep. Brewers. I, I, that's just my—and Hayter. I think he'll get yeah. in there, too. But, um, yeah, that's just my theory. That's why I think they're going con- to continue their success yeah, well,
1: after All-Star break this year. The thing is, it's going to be a scoreboard-watching battle all because we don't play the Cubs next until September. Really? I'm pretty sure that's what the schedule says. Wow. So That'd be crazy. Well, the thing is, if we don't play the Cubs until September and it's like a one-game gap throughout the entire season— Those series are going to be huge.
0: Yeah, they're going to be big, especially if we stay neck and neck like this.
1: Right, because that's why it was huge for us to win that series Mm -hmm. uh, two weeks ago now. Um, But my thing is their pitching can be great or bad, but you have to score runs to win games.
0: Oh, no, that's – never mind.
1: (laughs) You have to score runs to win games, and we can't keep getting shut out. Yep. Like when when our bats are quiet, they're comatose. It
0: fe- it's not, it, it feels like re- especially recently we're right. either scoring zero or, or 11. eleven. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. I I don't uh, know. It's interesting, it's but just, I I think they're in a good spot. Yeah,
1: it'll just be interesting to see if they don't choke like they did last year. <laughs> Watch, being a Wisconsin sports fan is hard on your GPA, your heart, and your liver. <laughs> Cause you like, you want to stay up to watch these games cause they always go into fricking extra innings and like, th- there's a reason we're called the cardiac crew. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, when we lose, I just drown myself in vodka. Um, so
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay. Next we go going to the world cup. So you, you wanted to talk about this. Yes. Um, I think it was against Iran. Also, technically, my show goes to one, but no one's after me. So we can go as long as okay. we want.
1: Um, it was against Iran, and Portugal was playing. Now, in the game before, Ronaldo had a hat trick to tie yep. it against Spain. And that was a great game, right? Yeah. Against Iran, I I don't remember how many they scored. I wasn't really paying attention to the Ronaldo score. Ronaldo had one header. Okay, yeah. Early in the game. Um, Pepe, I think, he got hit on the back. Felt on like Melissa McCarthy got shot. <laughs> 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 um, it was bad. And they were flopping all game. Like, I don't know what it is. I watched
0: some highlights. They were, yeah. I don't
1: know what it is. And this is the entire World Cup in general. I don't know what it is about soccer. But they flop worse than like basketball players. Oh, basketball. absolutely. It's ridiculous.
0: Soccer definitely invented it and yeah. started it for sure.
1: And I don't know. It's been a decent World Cup. I think Russia's is cheating because they keep winning. <laughs> And they're not that good of a team. But it's
0: interesting. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, it's, it's fun to watch because, you know, they're the home team. Um, but but yeah. it's also Russia. It's also <laughs> um, Someone, I think it was part of my take, they made the joke. They said, if Russia wins the World Cup, you know they're going to visit the White House. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's good.
0: Oh, God.
1: <laughs> um, but, like, especially Portugal-Spain. That was a great game.
0: Yeah. Um, th- there
1: have been some really good ones. It's just, I kind of can't stand the like flopping. The, yeah, the the flopping is bad. The VAR I'm just, is. I've just,
0: I've come to accept, accept it, it, it as it, a part of soccer. Yeah. I don't know. Um,. I, I saw one where Ronaldo, I think it was in the Spain game. He got like bumped on the knee like oh, slightly. And, and he died. And he just, yeah. He flew back like he was like in a dra- like a high school drama yeah. and he just got pushed or something. Well, and,
1: and the, the reason I'm calling out Portugal is cuz it's so obvious and ridiculous. <laughs> um And then there's also That's cuz
0: they know their only offense is Ronaldo. Yeah.
1: And then there's also um the VAR, the video assisted refereeing mm-hmm. and it's like Someone had a penalty where, like, they got got their foot... Or the guy was going for the ball, and the other... The guy that was, like, defending it was... The guy that was defending it, um, he was going for the ball as well, and they caught their foot on each other, and so one guy did the splits, and they called a penalty shot on that. And it was like... They used VAR to find that out, and it was like, well, you could have just called that anyway. Yeah. I don't know. I think soccer's the one sport that you don't need instant replay. I agree. Except it's, like, a goal line thing. Or and even offsides are kind of sketchy because yeah. you have refs right there, right? Like instant replay so should, it should be, be. Yeah, instant replay is used for things that the refs can't see, or you want to make sure they get yeah, it right.
0: I yeah, instant replay, especially it's such a long game already. Right, so it, probably, it slows it down. I I think they should just implement like a like instituting fines for the next day. Like if if you flop, yeah, like well, that type of thing. In
1: the MLS, it used to be that if you flopped, you got a red card. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's the way just, anymore.
0: Uh, it's, I have no idea.
1: But, I mean, just the MLS, we don't really. <laughs> um,
0: Except when Zatans playing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, if you flopped in the MLS, you got a red card. And it was good. See, yeah, I like that.
0: Yeah. Because then it takes away the ridiculousness of yeah.
1: soccer and it, drawing penalties. It'd be like, if you flopped in the NBA, you got a flagrant. Like, that's exactly what it would be like. <laughs> that would be interesting. I know it no, would Now be. they just
0: get a pocket change fine. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> that- <laughs> but so
0: I don't know I don't rockets would be out of players yeah
1: they would I don't like the idea of instant replay in soccer right there's there's so many refs on the field already they're in the places where they need to because that's how like it's worked out Mm -hmm. and if you're going to get something wrong
0: that's just live with it yeah as much as sports fans complain about refs, it's part of the game. Right, it, it is. And that's it, always something, especially as an athlete yourself, you have to tell yourself, refs are part of the game, it's part of the controlled, yeah. you know, climate of the game, and it's, it's always going to affect it. Yeah,
1: it, like, the argument against until, refs...
0: Until the day that we get artificial refs. Yeah, well, and that's not going
1: to happen. I think it will. <laughs> I, thi- I think there should always be a human element to refereeing, because, like, the computer doesn't give gifts. That's and sometimes true. you need that gift... To like, because what if someone makes yeah. a bad call earlier in the game and it's like, I'm going to give you a gift because I messed up? Yeah, um, I, I, yeah. And instead of being pissed at I think computer, it will happen. I don't people. know
0: if it'll stick, but I think it will happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. Um, Like in football, the most that refs get uh, complained about is like pass interference calls or tiki tacky holding calls. Yeah. And yeah, that can change a game, but it's like.
0: Or just biased in general, calling yeah. your fouls on one side. Yeah.
1: I don't know. In. In soccer, it's kind of ridiculous to...
0: Or in some cases when refs don't know what a touchdown versus an interception oh, is. that
1: still pisses me off. Yep.
0: They, they had... I'm still NFL, heated just thinking about it. NFL
1: had that in the top 10 Hail Marys, and I was like, that's not a Hail Mary. <laughs> um,
0: it's the Im, uh, inaccurate interception. Yeah, or
1: what was it called? Oh, there was the another name Mary. for it. The yeah, that Mary. was it. Yeah. Um,
0: I heard a lot of names for that one. I, was ri- I didn't go to school the next day. I did. I was in high school. I, told, I, I looked at my parents, and I said, nope, sorry, not happening.
1: The... They should have given us that game back. Like, if the NFL... I don't get why in any sports league, if, the, if like, they say if they that the refs messed up, yeah. they should... And it's, like, a game-changing... Like, on the goaltending on LeBron, that wasn't called. Or the shot clock violation on the Bucs that was called, and it wasn't. Yep. Um, if it's, like, a game-changing thing... Something like that. It, yeah. Like, you should give the other team to win. Because that screwed up our entire playoff run that year. Because we had to play in the wild card. Um, yeah, we did. But anyway... Woke up flopping, bad. Stop, please. It's ruining my enjoyment of what you call the beautiful game, and I don't believe it. <laughs>
0: I agree. Um, okay, so going back to the NFL, I've talked about this already. I think it was on my first show that I talked about this, but the NFL holdouts, they're interesting, and we're going to yeah. look at a couple case-by-case case, um, because you the couple names that you mentioned I want to talk about, um, the first one being Aaron Donald. Yeah. That's right. an interesting situation because he – the biggest reason that he's holding out – I have to find it out here. Um, he's still on his rookie contract. Okay. So he's not getting paid. So that one I kind of understand. Yeah, but also,
1: like, you signed a contract. You know how much money you're making. Right. And um, <laughs> it's not up to the – But t- it's his
0: rookie contract, so it's not like he could have negotiated. Well, you can always restructure. Exactly. That's that's what he's angry about, though. I think that's why he's holding because they haven't. He he just won Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. I think he's he's like, hey, I deserve a reconstruction, a re-sign. Well, I mean, that's worth more money. But a lot of
1: other players, because he has what one year left on his rookie contract. It's got to be. It can't be more Um, than I believe so. He was picked in 2014,
0: so yeah. Yeah. Current deal still on. uh, Blah 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 blah.
1: Um, He picked up his
0: fifth year option last year. So, yeah, so, so they had a team option for this year. That's another big thing. Right. That makes a lot of sense too. Yeah. So they were like, we could resign you to more money, but we'll take the team option and pay you less. Right. but this, Which I like as a te- I would do that as a team. Yeah. Pay, pay, pay him less, go get more players.
1: Well, I mean, the entire point of a contract and the entire point of a resign is that you show that you're worth it. And I, I guess I'm coming at this from a team perspective. It's like, yeah. okay, we're going to option you. Unless they start franchise tagging him.
0: Now go prove again. Right. Like now, I, Obviously, he was Defensive Player of the Year. Even though he missed, he got suspended. Or no, he didn't yeah, get suspended. It, last year he did this because it was his contract year. He, they right. had the team option. But he did this last year, and they sat him for the first game of the year. Right. right because of this. But he still went on to win Defensive Player of the Year, and he led, I, he led the league in a couple...
1: He, uh... He had 11 sacks and 5 forced fumbles. Yeah. Um I don't know if he led anything, but
0: maybe not. but still defensive player of the year.
1: Right. But the thing is like the Rams especially cuz they signed so many players um <laughs> Okay, I've had that happen where that goes black. Oh yeah, me too. Um th- cuz they signed so many players in free agency, they don't have 20 million to spend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. on Aaron Donald. Um and as a team, I'd be saying, "Okay, congratulations, you won dpoy now go do it again and show that it wasn't a fluke because i mean yeah they had a great team but it's the rams dude like
0: <laughs> they're gonna be good though
1: <sighs> that's what everyone says it's gonna be them in philly but there, there's always one super team that everyone says before the season oh they're gonna but win they the were super good, Bowl. but
0: they were good last year that's the thing it's not like they're like a new team like the yeah i don't know like the eagles were a couple years ago um <laughs> they they were good last year they were just young and inexperienced
1: yeah I don't know. I just have a tendency not to believe That's all the fair. hype around big free agent signings like that. You Who had, did they sign? Uh, uh, Sam Shields. And they, just, they signed a bunch of defensive That's players. That's
0: true. They got Sam Shields, which isn't even the big one. They get, they traded for Marcus Peters and right. K- Akid Tlaib. Yeah. That's huge. Though. It is.
1: Um, but the thing is, this, this reminds me exactly of the Eagles going into the 2010 yeah. season. Yeah. Where everyone was saying they were a the super team. They had Colin Jenkins, and Michael Vick, all these players. And <laughs> they then they lose to us good. in the wild card. It's like, come yeah. on. So I don't know. I have reservations about, but I get it why he's holding out. I particularly don't like it.
0: Me either. Um, I, I I said this on my show. I don't like NFL holdouts. I think players need to be less selfish and more winning oriented. Right. and Take less money.
1: Because if if you win the Super Bowl, you get a bonus.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. And it, it's just another distraction that the team has to deal with. And then the media even gets if you make the Pro it. Bowl,
0: right. losing team still gets like thirty thousand dollars yeah so i don't know um so then the other name you mentioned was Le'Veon bell i get why he's doing this i i also do again i don't like it i don't agree with it but i understand this one but the thing is he got franchise tagged last year right he that's the biggest thing he's he's the best i think he's one of the best running backs in the league right now right and he's getting franchise tagged and
1: unlike aaron donald he has a right to say he has a right to do this because the age of the star single he's back a, every down running yeah. back is over,
0: and he's not—he's not too he's old. Not a, he's not—he's not negotiating these contracts. No, he's, he's not He's getting franchise tags. Yeah, he, he's being told we're signing you. Deal with it.
1: Right, which is kind of like Aaron Donald, except he—he he gave them a fifth year option. I'm pretty sure. Like, I'm you,
0: sure that was part of the rookie negotiations. Yeah, yeah.
1: so. I don't know. I I know Le'Veon doesn't want to be in Pittsburgh anymore, especially because they uh, franchise tagged him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he has definitely a right to say this because he wants to make as much money as possible before his style of running back goes out of business. And it's happening. We we were talking about before the show how many like star single back every down running backs there are. There's what four? I
0: could, yeah, I can only think of like three or four. Because we had the top named Le'Veon.
1: Zeke, Zeke, and David Johnson. David Johnson, and I guess now thinking about it, Demarco Murray.
0: Ah, yeah, kind of. You could argue they have backup with. with, Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, Le'Veon's just trying to make as much money as he can before, (laughs) and he's got to get. He's got to stop getting suspended too. That might be another reason.
0: Speaking of David Johnson, apparently he is too. Yeah, Um, David Johnson is entering the final year of his four-year. $2 Two million dollar contract, almost three million dollar contract that he signed as a third year rook or third round rookie in two thousand five. That's a lot of money for a third round. No, it's not. Two million. Oh, I spent over four years. Never mind. Yeah.
1: Um, there is no fifth year option on his contract. Right. Um, to be honest, about, so yeah, him, this is
0: this is the final year. Like he will be a free agent. I he's see. playing for the Cardinals though, and they suck. So uh, <laughs> I don't. Yeah,
1: but they have a lot of money to throw around.
0: They do have a lot of money. They just paid Sam Bradford a lot of money, and that's then they a drafted, horrible sign. And then they drafted a quarterback, and Der- Rosen, Josh Rosen,
1: and that's a horrible pick too. Um, yeah, but he should,
0: he should have went to New York. Yeah. Um. Um. What was I gonna? Th- oh yeah. So and it's not like it's not like they optioned him or anything. This no. is the contract that he yeah. signed. like you said, like and like
1: if he really wants to get paid more money, don't play or just d- don't play the entire year and let your contract expire. Ooh.
0: Yeah. Or or play and prove and don't get hurt. Yeah, and prove that you earn it because it's he. He's also you're gonna be a free agent next year. Yeah, you're he, gonna get more money next year. So who cares?
1: He's also waiting until Le'Veon gets his deal.
0: Oh, that's true too. That's a, <laughs> uh,
1: so that could be a thing. Um, yeah. Speaking of waiting until getting deals, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers needs to sign a contract and stop my like cholesterol level from going up,
0: or he could just not. Yeah, <laughs> I I really wish that he just wouldn't because I want the Packers to have more cap space so right. that they can keep improving. The Aaron Rodgers keeps complaining that he doesn't have help, but then he goes and he wants to be like I get why he wants to be the highest paid quarterback. Yeah, but at the same time, don't right. so that you can add to your team.
1: Yeah, I mean, at at the, at, at the point of what is he getting paid now? Twenty million dollars, nineteen million dollars a year,
0: something like that. At
1: that point, you have the money to live comfortably you for the could rest of your life. You could make that one year. Especially with Danica Patrick as your girlfriend. Um, you
0: could make that one-year salary right. and be fine. Yeah. So but he's got that for multiple years.
1: And the thing is, all this is doing is creating media fodder so that they can write stupid pieces on ESPN about how the Packers are imploding. And it's not making me happy.
0: And they're not imploding. We just got no. a new GM and a new defensive coach. Yeah. Warby.
1: So, I don't know. Um, <laughs> he... They said he was waiting for Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan got signed like three months ago now.
0: And then they, they drafted Kelvin Ridley. Yeah. Which I think gives the Falcons more um, ammunition as far as negotiation goes because it's like, hey, we got this young dude right. who's really talented. Yeah. We don't necessarily like you're really good, but, you know, we could trade you and get some equal players for yeah.
1: Um But it's like they were waiting for Matt Ryan and Matt Ryan signed. So it's – we were saying July – July's coming up, sign a contract, get it done. I just want to know how uh many more years I have to enjoy the Packers being a good team before they go back to the ways of the 80s,
0: which is why I hope they win. Yeah. They they need to win either this year or next. It's Super year. Bowl or bust. Yeah. It honestly, really is. Especially Especially
1: yeah. from McCarthy, if he doesn't make if he doesn't make the divisional round, he's fired. I really think so.
0: Especially uh coming up on or er, during the season before the trade deadline, they need to make defensive moves. Yep. And well, we, we've been saying this for probably ten years now have that they that. need to make defensive moves. The defensive but line is solid. The defensive line is amazing. Yeah, I love Kenny Clark, Mike Daniels, and Muhammad Wilkerson. Yep. Solid, super and solid.
1: Move Clay to inside linebacker. Move Blake to outside. Really? Yeah,
0: I think Blake's really solid in the middle. I mean, yeah, Clay could also be middle, but you need you need because Cl- then you have we have like Kyle, Kyler Fackrell, uh, who, who and I Jake Ryan, and Jake Ryan who could be, play outside alongside Nick Perry. Yeah,
1: but you, you need play on the inside because he can't cover um he can cover tight ends and stuff but he can't cover those receivers and he needs to stop getting hurt he keeps getting hurt because yep. he keeps getting double teamed on the outside
0: that's true too he just hasn't been he's been on a steady he started at his best he started <laughs> at his peak and he's just been on a yeah. decline
1: ever since the fumble in the super bowl he's oh, yeah.
0: i think he's he, been on a decline i honestly i think he's one of the trade pieces
1: people are saying that
0: I think we need to trade him.
1: People were saying that we were going to trade him or we were going to cut him because his contract is eleven million dollars this year.
0: Exactly, which is why um, and that's overpaid for his anyone. skill right now. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so I think he is part of the trade package. Um, hopefully, come come the time. But it, Yeah, our our corners are okay, but they that's where we need to improve.
1: Who do we bring? We. We brought back, did we bring back Jamon Williams? Yep. Okay. And
0: he was solid. Yeah, he for, was. Or no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was him in Arizona. Yep. He was a shutdown in Arizona.
1: Yeah, well, what that usually happens with Packers cornerbacks. They leave and then they get good. Yeah, for like it's, Casey uh, Hayward. Casey Hayward. Well. Pro Bowl. Yeah, the thing about Casey Hayward is I wonder if that's the competition. Because, like, the only good team they play up in Buffalo is the Patriots. He's in San Diego. Is he
0: in San Diego now? Micah Hyde.
1: okay. Micah Hyde
0: went to Buffalo. Um. But yeah, even San Diego, (laughs) they brought they brought back Tremont Williams, and and they re-signed someone else too. Oh, um, 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 Devon House. Yep. And they drafted they drafted Jari Alexander and Josh Jackson, who are the two two of the top three corners in the in the draft.
1: My only worry is that they're a little short; they're both around six feet.
0: Yes. Josh Jackson has the athleticism too. He proved in college that he could guard the taller yeah. guys. So I'm
1: Didn't he have two pick sixes against Wisconsin?
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is why I was really happy You're when right. drafted him. Um yeah, he's got hands. I like him. And Jari Alexander, he's just got he he's got the cover ability. He's he's able to um make up for his size. Yeah. He's he's very he's a very shut down dude if it, he can translate yeah. to the NFL.
1: Which with a new defensive staff, probably going to be able to. Exactly. Um, I've heard a lot of good things about Patin, Petten. Um, I Yeah. Is it bad that I'm excited about Deshaun Kaiser?
0: <laughs> no, I am too. <laughs> I saw a report on ESPN. It was like the Packers Yesterday. backup. Yeah, it was the Packer, Packers backup situation is com- becoming heated. And I said, right. no, it should be Deshaun Kaiser. Yeah, because uh, the thing with Hundley. I like him a lot. I do,
1: I do too. The thing with Hundley is they played him wrong. With yeah. Hundley, just run read options all the time, get him out of the pocket, get him running. They
0: tried to make him Aaron
1: yeah and you they didn't
0: change the offense no
1: they didn't and that's that's on McCarthy ridiculous. that's on McCarthy so much more than it is on Hundley
0: ridiculous.
1: Um, oh absolutely like
0: but I I like Deshaun more yeah he has more potential right
1: I I think Hundley's gone yeah <laughs> after because
0: season. I mean and Deshaun's just more in that scheme like yeah he's, and, he's more of a pocket passer and he right?
1: got a short straw in Cleveland. Cleveland like he really did I feel bad for the <laughs> I guy I feel a
0: for any Cleveland quarterback
1: so I think uh, Green Bay, if they can read what type of quarterback they have, they have a great quarterback staff. Um, yeah. but, so I think it'll be good. Um, Aaron's just got to sign a freaking contract already.
0: I mean, we have him under contract, so I'm not worried about <laughs> it. Yeah, but he's it. only
1: got one more year. And then it becomes like a Brett Favre, will he, won't he thing. And that yeah. becomes a distraction. I agree. And then you have people wearing Rogers jerseys at training camp saying, we want Aaron. When Deshaun's starting, so yeah. I don't know. I think we're gonna have a, a third Hall of Fame dynasty quarterback. Train never stops, no breaks.
0: <laughs> oh man, okay. We'll call that a show. Okay. So, oh well. Actually, one last thing. So, my one last thing, going back to the NBA draft. Um, I think Michael Porter Jr. will be a bust. Yeah. Because only because only because he's in Denver. <laughs> Yo. Because much like, I believe, Emmanuel Moutier a couple years ago yep. was the number two pick for Denver, two or three. So he was the top three. Um, Denver picked him, and now he's in New York backing <laughs> up someone <laughs> for the Knicks. Um, he was a great talent coming out of China, and he had a lot of upside to him but a lot of risk. And now it's the same thing. Michael Porter Jr. doesn't have a lot of – you don't you don't have a lot to go off of because he didn't play a lot in college. And he's got a lot of risks, so I, I really don't think Denver is going to be able to handle him, and they're just not a good team, so right? I, I think MPG is going to bust.
1: Yeah, and I think he's going to get hurt. So
0: probably that too,
1: because the NBA is a dangerous. he will be a game.
0: lot like a Mar- 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 Markel Fultz type of thing. Yeah.
1: Um. My one last thing is that there are going to be no good wide receivers in the NFL within five years. Really? Because they don't know how to run routes in college. <laughs> that, that was the big the the wide receiver class this year was weak was weak as all get Yeah,
0: because really the only good one that I can think of even off the top of my head is Calvin Ridley.
1: And he was what, drafted like 7th, 8th, ninth. Yeah, he was top 10, I think. Okay. Um, But it's like they don't know how to run around. One of the biggest complaints before the draft that I was reading was that Wide receivers in college don't know how don't know the route tree. I've heard that they just run into space and they get open, which is great for college. Which
0: is why when you hear someone in the draft say that this you know this receiver is a good route runner, it's big. it's big, yeah, it's really big. Um, which is why I think Devonte Adams is going to be really good. Yeah, He's a good route runner. Thank God we resigned. and Geronimo.
1: Yep. Um, <clears throat> but that's my one big. Th- it's it's going to keep happening because college coach they don't they're not developing these kids for the NFL. They're developing these kids so they can win championships, and they're not developing developing them for the route tree. They're developing them to get in the space and get open. S- saw what happened with Tua at the last pass. Like, he just ran a fly route straight towards the end zone and got past his guy, yeah. and it was mm-hmm. a touchdown. So, I don't know. I I think that, in general, I think that NFL talent is going to start going down because the concussions and all that. But I think that the wide receivers are going to get hit first because they, they're not developing them right in college and in high school. I You really almost make school. that
0: argument that, re- that running backs are already doing that.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: You could you could almost make that argument that the running backs are already on that decline. But yeah, okay. So thank you everyone for listening. My show is live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from noon to one on WSUW ninety one seven The Edge. I will record every show, make it available for uh, make it available to listen to via <laughs> podcast on YouTube and SoundCloud. I'm back on SoundCloud now. I cave. Oh, congratulations, subscription <laughs> um so just search first round ko anywhere the links are on my facebook and twitter and instagram um and you know subscribe to any of those and shoot me a comment let me know you're listening remember oh, hold on yeah remember that uh you miss 100 percent of the shots that you don't take so go shoot your shot i'll see you guys on monday <laughs> This Again, things are getting eerie like the lake that's down in Michigan. Had a good year, kind of tired, where the Michelin?
1: At the finish line, go get the checkered flag. Take a couple more shots, that's extended mag. I don't mean to brag, you smell this in the bag. I pull up solo at the function, I'm a tennis stag. Stone cold bachelor, acid rapping chancellor. Couple years an amateur, but never had a chance Where you. You see me as a challenge.